0: Friday, everybody. I'm back. Back in the New York groove. It is Season 4 of Made Man, where we are ready to talk about Season 4 of Mad Men. And I just finished Episode 1 of Season 4, Public Relations. It's a whole new world. It feels like a new madman. It feels like all our favorite characters are in new roles. Not not new roles, but like in just new major moments in their life. Um, or is it lives? I don't know. Uh, but a lot has changed since we last left Sterling Cooper, Draper Price. Uh, it's, by the end of the episode, you realize it's been not quite a year, but within a year. Um, since they have left the company to start their own business. And um, my God, I literally just finished it. And I'm trying to think, how does this episode start? And now I remember. Don is having an interview with someone from um, advertising age or ad age. Uh, and he's very, you know how Don is. He's guarded. He's very he doesn't like to say. Talk, he doesn't like to say things. He doesn't like to, to talk about himself. He doesn't like to talk about his history. Uh, he, he was very bland to the guy, and he was like, "I don't know. You you do this," and he was like, "I'm from the Midwest. We don't talk about ourselves very much." And the other guys like, "You fill all this stuff in." Um, and by the end of the interview, the guy left, and they um, Roger and Pete showed up to kind of break up the interview and get Don to go back for meetings. Um, and they noticed the guy had a wooden leg uh, that he lost the, uh, his leg in Korea. I thought that would connect Don with him a little more because Don was uh, in the war as well but it didn't seem to do anything in fact all it did was make them talk about him worse ways um, but Don is being uh, summoned back to the office for meetings uh, first of all the oh my god like i literally just watched it we see the new office we see new people new faces uh we see sterling and we see pete and we see cooper all heading up to the new office we see a new logo there's some fancy music playing it feels more like like we're starting to get to that more modern version of the 60s um even though it's only been about a year um There's new secretaries. There's a new uh, actor. There's a new character who works with, um, with Peggy, in on that side. I don't know what he does exactly, but he works in creative, and he's very familiar. And I know I've seen him in something, but I haven't looked it up yet. And um, yeah, they have. And I love the business that they're that. I love stuff that goes. Uh, on in the business of... I want to say Sterling Cooper, but it's not anymore. Are all our... Like, where's Kinsey? Where's, um, where's Ken Crosgrove? I don't know. I don't know. We still don't have Sal. I don't see him anymore. They might just be gone. Are they really gone? I feel like I'm going to miss these characters if they're gone. We didn't see any of them. We did see Harry. He was coming back from, uh, from L.A. And uh, he's got to deal with some stuff. And, uh, of course... Yeah, that was it. We saw, and we saw, you know, Lane Price and Don Draper and Roger Sterling and Bert Cooper. They are the four partners of this new entity. Uh, Peggy is working on um, a uh, con- uh, working on a uh, deal with uh, Sugarberry Hams. That's her. Um, that's what she's been working on. Uh, Pete is needs help with it too, as well, because they sent one ham. And they were like, I thought they were going to set a bunch of hams. Like, yeah, it hasn't gone as well as we thought it needed to. So they came up with an ingenious idea to uh, sell more hams. And I'll get more of that later. Uh, Don is dealing with uh, a... a, No, I was going to say bikini, but they're not a bikini company. They are a a swimsuit company. They make a two-piece swimsuit. Very classy. They don't make a uh, suggestive and dirty bikini no 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 that is for that's for trollops not for the not the two-piece the two-piece is for a modest uh professional family-oriented woman who likes to wear a two-piece bathing suit very different though the bikini is is underwear is what they refer to it as um and they want to have something classy uh and that's what Don needs to deal with. And what he gives them later on was really exactly the opposite of what I think they wanted, and I think that kind of put Don in in a mode where it's like we're going to be a different company. Um, a lot happened, and I feel like I'm all over the place. And that's just look. I mean, this is a season finale, season premiere for me too. This is my fourth season. Now I know I have no breaks, and I've come with you every Friday. Uh, But I just watched it, and I know a ton of stuff happened. So what I miss, wow, I'm like, this all happened in this episode? Wow, 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 wow. If I miss anything, you know how to find me. It's around Thanksgiving time, um, and Don is invited to uh, Roger Sterling's house. And he, with Jane, one of Jane's friends. Now, you know, Jane is Roger's young wife, so obviously she has young friends. I believe the actress's name is Anna Camp. She was in, like, the, uh, well, I knew her first from True Blood, but she's in the um, Pitch Perfect movies. And apparently she's also from Mad Men. Uh, So they, Roger finally tells Don, uh, convinces Don to go on a blind date with this girl. Uh, they go on a date. They girl they they hit it off. She is like she works as like an extra actress for the opera. Um, they have a nice dinner. They get in the cab. They, they have a nice talk. They make out a little bit. Don wants to go inside with her to have sexual relations, I believe, uh, which is not has nothing to do with public relations, which is the name of this uh, episode. But she is a good girl, and she says, "I know what that means." When he says, "Can I walk you to the door?" Uh, basically he, he, she wants him, uh, at Thanksgiving and he says, no, he has plans. He does not. Um, well, he does have plans actually. And there's some weird plans, very, very weird plans. Um, man, I'm all over the place, but that is who I am. And at this point, you know, you know it, so it's too late. Um, but this Girl liked him a lot and he liked her. He said he Roger's like she said you got a little too handsy in the car, uh, but he'd like he, she liked you. Uh but they didn't get together on Thanksgiving. Um Oh, Roger Don also needed to meet with his accountant. Why? Because he has insurance that helps the company. He also has to have insurance uh that helps the kids, life insurance. And then the accountant brought up, you know, what about the house? She was supposed to be out. She's supposed to be out in October, and he's like, "Oh, I can't believe that's come up so quickly." And Don does not give in. Don does not. The guy's like, "You know, we could force her to to do that." You're paying a mortgage, uh, on a, and you're paying insurance on a house that you don't live with, that she's in with another man. And you realize, oh, she is with Henry. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, now, they're like, "Are you going to see the kids?" Um, you know we're getting the, on Thanksgiving. You know I'm getting them the next day. Roger really wanted Don to come to the house, but he doesn't. You know why he doesn't come to the house? Because he is a freak. And I'll get more to that later. I'm going to jump all over the place. Jumping back to the ham. Pete and Peggy uh, come up with a great idea together. First, they wanted to do a publicity stunt. First, it was have 100 people go in and buy all the hams. Then it was, you know, or stock the, a store with 100 hams, have 100 people go in and buy them. It was too expensive. So they decided to hire two actresses to go in and fight over the last ham. And it went really well. In fact, it went too well. They, After the publicity stunt, Pete and Peggy met them at a diner. And one of the women was upset because the other one was too rough. And they were like, look, we're really good. We shouldn't have any more contact. Here's, you know, he pays them. And before they go out, one of the women grabs the other woman and pulls her by the hair really hard. It's like, you are too rough with me. You hurt me. And Pete was like, hey, whoa, whoa. Separate them, separate them. Um, get them away from each other. It was, it was actually pretty funny. Uh, this was an interesting episode because Pete felt more like he was important, felt more like he was part of the team, and didn't feel like a crazy person. Hopefully this job maybe it makes Pete more normal, we'll see um, but it doesn't end there, so they find out that the the deal, act, they actually um, they find out that it's in the paper their names are going to be in the paper and the Sugarberry Company Sugarberry, I believe, Sugarberry Hams they don't know that this was done because they're not gonna tell them because they can't build them for something like that and they don't want it if, if they could be angry. But they realize all these newspapers are picking up on the fact that it was their ham and they're getting more sales and because of that they convinced them to uh, advance or pay more uh, in their media, advance their media buys. So and they and Peggy came up with a good idea that our our hams are so good they're, you know, worth fighting over. With a cartoon pilgrim and a cartoon Indian, which you know, um, back then I don't think anyone would have found offensive. They just real, well, they just realized that's the that's the how things were. That's how that's that's what uh, Thanksgiving was: pilgrims and Indians. And it, you know, they were, I don't think anyone called them Native Americans even then. Um, so there's a you know, do a cartoon ad of them fighting over it. Perfect. Um, and you think that's the end of it? Great, where everything works out perfectly. But no, I'm gonna, on Thanksgiving—I think this was Thanksgiving. Uh, Don, a woman came over to visit Don, and I thought, "Oh, is this Don's other girlfriend?" No, 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 no. This is Don's prostitute, and apparently, hey, Don, this is uh, Don's a regular customer. Cause she comes and she's like I'm sorry I'm late she's dealing with her family she goes I'm sorry I know you don't I'm sorry I don't I know you don't want I know you don't like when I talk about my family right didn't she didn't say that um, and he's like yeah that's okay that's okay and then they go in the other room and boom she, he's on she has mounted the draper she's gonna take her brassiere off and he's like no no uh, not n- not yet and um, she's like I know what you want And he's like then do it and he's like slap harder harder and I'm like oh my god Don you are a glutton for punishment you know um, you, you you want very badly uh, to be slapped around I think um, I think he's not loving his life right now um, he uh, they showed him earlier in the episode in his apartment and he has a, a maid uh, who cooks for him uh, he doesn't really eat. She cleans up for him. He doesn't like that mo- she moved his, his shine box. And um, he just kind of sits home, works, watches TV, watch TV, sits home, works, goes goes to work. Doesn't do much. That that blind date that they set up was his first date. And he's like, well, my first date that Roger set up, but it's probably seemed like his first date. He's just getting laid by the prostitute. Um It doesn't seem like much else is going on. Now, shall we talk about Betty? See, on Thanksgiving, Betty is at her mother-in-law's house. Yes, you heard me right. At least I think this was her mother-in-law. Her mother-in-law. That's right. She is married to Henry... She is now Mrs. Betty Henry's last name, Who I can't, Henry Francis. So she must be Betty Francis. Ladies and gentlemen, she is married to Henry and still living in the house that Don Draper pays for. To me, that means Henry is I don't know, less of a man. God damn it, Henry, pay your own mortgage, okay? Pay back, Don, every penny that he is paying for for that mortgage while you're living there that is a bull shit if you ask me so they are over um they they're over for a big thanksgiving dinner betty henry or uh, henry and the two kids babe and sally and they're a little older uh, and sally's not really into eating i don't think she likes being there to be honest with you betty because Betty's a psychopath, forces food into into Sally's mouth, who kind of spits it up. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, she must not be feeling well. Then you hear, stop pinching me. Because Betty, I want to say Betty Draper, but I guess she's Betty Francis now, is annoying. Uh, and a crazy person. And uh, a terrible mother. Because, she, I mean, where the hell's this baby? No one seems to care about the friggin' baby. No one cares about baby Jean. Where is baby Jean? He was never seen, but Betty banged Henry in the car in the garage. We'll get there, we'll get there. Um, so you know, Henry's uh, got a, his grown daughter there, 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 with her husband, her fiance, uh, and and you could just tell that they were a little... They actually got gifts for the kids, which was nice. Um, they seemed to be okay with the fact that Henry's got a new young wife and, and new young stepkids. Totally cool, totally cool. I actually thought that the guy looked a lot like Henry, and I thought it was supposed to be his son. I was like, is that really the guy's son? Like the real actor's son? But no, no, the daughter is is his, and she's he's with the daughter. Um, um, oh, it's Sleepy Jean. I was like, wow, the song is Baby Jean, but it's not. It's Sleepy Jean. Anyway, huge monkey fans. Uh, monkeys fan. Okay, not huge, but I enjoy some of their songs. Okay, I'm going to stop going off on that tangent. Now, where the hell was I? So, Henry and Betty are upstairs in Don's bed. Yeah, I'm going to say it. In Don's freaking bed. They're home in Don's house in Don's bed. And... They're getting a little frisky, and then you hear clink, 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 clink. And she goes outside, out of the room, and in the hallway, Sally has the phone on. She's like, What are you doing? I'm trying to call daddy. I want to wish him happy Thanksgiving. You'll see him tomorrow. And she goes back into Henry's room, into Don's bedroom, into Don's bed with her husband, Henry. Oh, yeah, they have wedding rings on. Yeah, that's why they don't. I love shows where it's not like they don't say, You know, you're my wife now, now that we're married. Now that we're married, because that's what dumb shows and dumb writing do. They tell you stuff. They, You know, I was watching a show, and it's a bad show. And they were like, well, you know, because I'm a lawyer and also his brother, I can defend him, blah, blah, blah. And I know things, you know, it's like really stupid things. They're just reminding the audience, hey, dumb dums, you know, remember this? Uh, where in, in shows that are smart and have sophistication, you just see the wedding rings. It's just... No, you just figure it out on your own. You you, you, you can see it without having to be told it. I love that. And that's what they did here. I just saw, hey, he's got a wedding ring on. And I looked. Yep, they both have wedding rings on. They're married. Boom, done. Um, but when she goes back into the room after the phone call, he's like, oh, Betty, had, I had a lot to eat. And uh, he decides not to have uh, sexual intercourse with his wife. Um, the next day... Don shows up and um with the kid but Don shows up to get the kids and he's like hey daddy daddy they all jump all over him and hi Sally well bobby jumps all over him sally's like hi daddy and <clears throat> uh betty comes down and she's like 9 9 p.m. tomorrow <clears throat> excuse me and henry's there and he's like henry uh no oh, he goes uh Don, And Don's like, Henry, real, real nothing to it. And uh, he goes, can I see the baby? What about Jean? He goes, well, you're not taking him, and Cal is going to watch him. We're going away for a couple of days. So it's like, you take the kids. We'll have our housekeeper watch the baby, and I'll go off with my new husband. Like, are they, are they all that? And Don's like, Don doesn't take his own baby son. Are they all like terrible parents is this the way things were then is is this like am I crazy to think this is this is sucks and you know you think okay you think maybe it's Betty maybe it's on and, and Henry too Henry has no freaking problem with it oh my god you know I don't like him I don't like him and I don't care who knows it so she closes the door on, on um, Don Don leaves with them they get in the car, and they before they don't even open the garage door. All of a sudden, now Henry is super horny and wants to wants the car banger. He car bangs Betty. He car bangs her. I just made that term up. I like the way it sounds, so I like. I'm repeating it. He car bangs her in the garage, or is it garage banger her in the car? I don't know. Either one works. Um, he gets frisky uh, with his wife in the car. It's probably Don's car for all we know. Um, and look a part of me thought they accidentally turned the engine on and they both die and that's how they find them and I'm like no that obviously that's not going to happen but the, the thought did cross my mind um, I'm thinking is he is he getting all charged up because he sees Don there Don comes in and I'm sorry but Don Draper is one handsome man and much more handsome than Henry friggin Francis so Betty sees Uh, Henry sees Betty, his young chippy wife, uh, sees her ex-husband, who looks like Superman, show up and take the kids, and he's probably like, uh, I have to remind her that I also have um, uh, the ability to have sex. And boom, I'm not going to wait until we go away. We're going to do it right here in the car. And bang, 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 bang. Um, It has to be that. It has to be him kind of a power play, showing, look, Betty, I am your man. And Betty, I love you very much. I'm your man. And we're going to we're gonna car bang. We're going to car bang you right now. I'm going to do it right here. You know exactly what I'm doing. We're going to do it right here, right now. Uh, and that's what happened. Don takes the kids back to the house. And I don't think they do much. They just kind of hang out. They ha- He has bunk beds for them uh, in this like side pantry room that has swinging doors. Uh, they hang out and watch TV while he works. That was really it. I don't think they did much else. He popped them popcorn and they hung out. They spent time together, which, you know, maybe that's enough. In the 60s, you're hanging out with your dad. Not bad. Could be worse. Um, He brings them back to the house. Oh, the girl that he went on the date for, she's like, I normally don't date divorced men. Which is like, because you remember, this is the 60s. divorce is still very different. But within a year's time, they got divorced and they got remarried. And she got remarried. Must have been all that New Mexico stuff. Because she had to move to New... She had to have residency in... Was it New Mexico? Was it Albuquerque? Was it Phoenix? I don't forget. Anyway, the uh, next day at night, she, he brings the kids back to the house. Nine o'clock, like she said. No one's there. No one answers the door. Uh, luckily, Sally has a key. you think Don would have a key to his own house. Sally has a key. Let's them in. Goes upstairs. No one's there. So the, he puts the kids to bed, and he sits on the couch with his dog, his dog, his friggin' dog, and watches TV. And then, well, almost an hour later, they show up, and the door opens. They're giggling, hee hee hee. And Henry's like, "Why? Why is a dog in the house? Why is there a dog in that? Why is the dog in the house? And you know why the dog's in the house? Because it's friggin' John, Don's jo- dog in Don's house, and." Don's like, I think Don said like because I let him in or something like that. Don said something. Betty's like, oh, startled to see him. She's like, it's almost ten o'clock. She's like, I'm sorry, you said you said nine o'clock. And Henry's like, I thought she said ten. She didn't, which was awesome. And she's like, I'm, I wait for you all the time. She was Henry. Do you mind? He wanted to talk to his wife alone, his ex wife alone. And um, Henry's like, uh, Betty. She goes, it's fine. It's fine you want me to leave or it's fine you want me to stay. You can stay. And Henry, uh, Don's like, You need to find a new place to live. You need to get out. You were supposed to get out a month ago. She's like, It's hard. I can't find it. She goes, Well, you need to get out or you need to start paying rent. What? And she gets all upset and storms off. And he leaves. No, it's all upset. And she, I think she asked him to leave. And he leaves. Um, and she's like, It's hard enough with the kids, moving with the kids. And Henry's like, I hate to say it but he's right okay so maybe henry realizes i'm living in this other man's house for free i guess i don't know um and he's paying the mortgage and she's he's like we need to do something maybe he should oh he said to henry he goes you can buy the house for me if you want oh that was awesome it's like you know step up and be the freaking man you want to be um i loved it and but basically it was like she left stormed off mad and henry kind of sat there like Ah, jeez, he was upset. He had his head buried in his hands. Um and that was that was the end of Betty and that family and all that stuff. Uh I think I covered just about everything there. Oh, well, the the ham incident. Um, things got a little uh testier since we last saw them. Uh remember they got in a fight at the diner. Well, all of a sudden, um, and believe me, I'm off on my days. I'm all over the place. But when Don uh, had his, uh, his his whore at the house, uh, there was a phone call, and the whore answered the call. And the phone rang three times. He's like, why did you answer it? She's like, He's, it kept ringing. I, I was getting nervous. So I, I'm sorry to call the whore, but the, I, I believe technically that's what she was. Um, it's Peggy on the phone, and she needs $280. What? So Peggy shows up at Don's house, um, this is on, this is definitely on Thanksgiving day because she's with her boyfriend who's holding a, a, a crock pot, um, of food. And they're like, I need $200. Basically, this is what I, I think. Maybe she mentioned this over the phone. We, oh, she did. We hired two women to get in an, an argument, uh, over the ham and one got too rough with the other. And now they've pressed charges and it cost $80 to bail them out. And each of them want a hundred dollars to stay quiet. So we need $280. And she's like, he's like, you need to call Campbell. She goes, you think you're the first call I made? So she already tried, Pete. She had to get to to, um, Don. She ends up at Don's house, like I said, uh, at the door of his apartment. And Don is pissed. Don yells at her. Don, he's, the guy's like, no, no, don't have to call, uh, have names. He goes, who are you? He yells at the guy, who are you? She goes, "I'm, I'm her fiance. And she looks at him like, Mark or Matt or whatever his name was. Um... She goes, why did you say that when Don finally paid him and closed the door? Um, She's like, I I just came out. I'm trying to, you know, just happen. But Don really yelled at her saying, you know, it's embarrassment and, um, you know, you're making the firm, you could really make the firm look like a joke and make me look like a joke. Uh, And he really leaned into her good. Um, At the end, later on in the episode, she comes later with a with a sweet sweet berry ham uh, she goes they sent one over for everyone they've invent, increased their media buy uh, it worked out and she's he's like well it might not have you can't do stuff like that you know you, if you you have to run the stuff by me you can't do that kind of stuff and she was defensive, you know, saying like it worked out. No one has to know it. It, it can never, co- it'll never come back to us. And it's just the way it, it's fine. Um, and he, you know, was like, I don't want you in this meeting. She was not nah, being spiteful. Cause I just don't want a girl there. I think it was the bikini meeting. Um, I mean, the two piece bathing suit. And she was like, you know, we came we all came here for you. Um, we all, all we want to do is please you. Um, that, I think that kind of resonated with Don a little. And, um, before I get, my God, I, I almost missed out on a few things before I get to the final kind of meeting with the bathing suit company. Um, you know, I talked about Don's interview early that started the episode. Um, the interview was like the ad man with no name. That's how it was written. And Roger and Don Don was Roger was kind of upset with how the the article uh, wasn't wasn't flashy enough. It was really trying to to kind of get the name of the company and sell the company out there. And this one wasn't very flashy. And um, Don's like, "Well, what do you want me to do? I just answered. I did. I did. What? Well, I just talked. I, it's, I'm not. You know, it's his job to do this. I, I. What am I supposed to do? This is how I do things. Um. And they ended up having a meeting. Now, Harry Crane came back from, New- from um, California. He looked like he got really bad sunburn. And he was really excited because he actually sold the High Lie. Do you remember from like seasons ago? They had that um, Pete had a rich friend who had lots of money and wanted to invest in High Lie. And Harry um, actually sold the High Lie special to ABC. It's going to air on ABC. So he was all excited, and he couldn't wait. They're going to have a meeting, and he's going to announce it. And I guess this was the meeting. They don't have a – oh, they talked about it. They don't have a conference table. They just sit around in, in chairs, which is weird. They um, they don't have a meeting. Um, I mean, they do have a meeting. And uh, during that meeting, they're kind of um, upset with Don because he didn't do a great job at the interview. Bert is really upset. And he's like, I have a – um, I have an in with the, I'm going to have to get you another, uh, another interview. Uh, I have an in with uh, someone at the Washington post. I should, um, I should, you know, put you in touch with them. And Tom's like, for what? I'm just going to do the same thing. What's the difference? Um, Pete got a phone call from Ho-Ho, his rich friend. And, uh, Pete comes in all pissy. He's like, Ho-Ho is dropping us. We're losing High Lie. And, um, ha- Harry's like, What? I just sold highlight to ABC. Goes because Don didn't mention him in the article. Remember, Ho Ho was the rich kid who uh, is very sensitive. He's Pete's like I think he was crying because he wasn't mentioned. Harry's like Don's like I didn't mention anybody in the article, and they're all pissed at Don because he he screwed up with the article. Uh, Joan, Joan, she's there now. She's like, don't worry, it'll pass. Harry um, it was really Pete's like call. Ho-ho back in an hour. Let it pass. Harry's all pissed off because he just sold a big thing and now he he could be dropped. dropped. He walks off. He's like, I wish we had a second floor so we could jump off. Um, They they talk about having a second floor. Um, They mention something about um, the second floor and Bert's like, I don't even want to talk about that, uh, what's up there. Um, I don't know. I've seen a picture of like four people looking out and it looked like an empty room. I thought that was going to be... What we saw in this episode, but we see a full company, I guess, right now. And Don mentions at the end of this episode that they have a couple floors, so I'm, I'm going to get to that. But I, I wonder what's off, what's on these floors yet? Or maybe they have them, but they're not ready. Maybe they have them, but there's nothing there. I don't know. Um, but Pete mentioned to Don, you know, this, these, this article is used to. Uh, oh, the the, oh my God, the bathing suit company also had other. Clients just wait. Other ad firms just waiting outside, and that pissed Don off. Uh, but Pete's like, you know, we, we have to differentiate ourselves. We you know, we're not as big as these companies. We're the scrappy underdogs. And they're like, uh, please, I hope you don't use that in your pitch. Uh, so later on, Don goes to towards the end of the episode. Don goes to the bathing suit company and says, "Here's you know what we have for you." And he shows them an ad. And it says. You know, so well built we can't show you the second, the second story, the second floor, and it's a woman in a bikini bottom or bathing suit bottom, and a black bar with those words covering her, uh, uh, a bosom area, I guess, with her chest area, Um, and it's very suggestive, which is, is not exactly what these these guys didn't want, and this guy's like, you know, this isn't wholesome enough, and you know, this is, it's it's. By not showing it, it's it's suggesting that it's that it's showing more. And Don's like that's the point because you 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 want to be safe and you want to be wholesome and you want don't you want people to come in the store and they're like but not like this because oh you want two women with a beach ball and a, and a little baby and maybe a dog on the beach and like yeah something like that because you're gonna get eaten for breakfast you know this company's gonna come in and squash you do you want to be good or do you want to be winning he goes well we don't want that um and Don's like well. That's what I got, or something like that. He leaves, he walks off, and Roger chases him out. He says, "Hold on, a minute Ch- Chases him out. Says, "Don, what are you doing? You can't do this." And uh, Don is pissed off. Uh, you can see Pete in the room still, um, you know, trying to warm things over. And he's like, "Hopefully, Pete will, you know, convince them to say." And Don's like, "Screw that!" Goes back in the room, opens the door, and says, "Get the hell out of my office. Get your stuff and go." Go, go, get out of my office. He walks off and he says to his secretary, get get, um, get Bert's Wall Street Journal guy, Washington Post guy, Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal. Uh, get his Wall Street, that Wall Street Journal guy. And cut to this guy having an interview with Don Draper. And Don's like, this guy's like, uh, you know, you, uh, some people say, that um the whatever the the nucleus or the the soul of sterling cooper draper and price is you would you agree with that and he's like yeah and boom this bouncy music starts playing uh tobacco road and don's like you know it was like i we were drowning our old business and i went over to price and i said fire us boom that's when the music ba-doom. and um you know, we, two days later, we're, we're working in a, in a hotel room and less than a year, we have three floors of the time life building. And, and then the interview keeps going on. I think Don finally realized, A, we don't want to be that company we were before. B, we want clients that will take risks with us and C, we have to sell ourselves. I, we have to play the game. We have to be public relations for ourselves, not just for our clients. So the public relations is not is is actually not just relating to the public, but giving the public something exciting about yourself. And this, I think, is gonna what, gonna differentiate. Um, I want to call them SCDP. Oh, that sounds gross. Um, Sterling Cooper, Draper, Price. I, I, um, I feel like maybe we'll start seeing them take more uh, risks in their ads and more uh, unconventional things with their clients. I hope that's what I'm seeing and I think that's what I'm seeing. I don't know yet but Don is definitely getting it in the Wall Street Journal um, that who they are and what they mean for business and who he is. He's selling himself. He's selling the firm. He's selling their services uh, and I think it's great. Now He's got to deal with Betty in that friggin' house. He's got to deal with um, maybe this new girl. He also has to deal with the fact that he likes getting slapped by prostitutes, which is new. I'm going to admit, something I wasn't expecting. Um, okay, the fact that he's getting prostitutes is sad. It's a good-looking man, you know? But it's almost like I have—I don't have time to date. I have so much work to do that I need to pay for a prostitute to come over and give me a sweet sexual release. That sounds disgusting when I say it out loud. Wow, I've gone home, home over 36 minutes. I was like, how am I going to do this? Am I going to be able to talk? I watched these episodes going, am I going to remember all this? I'm sure I didn't remember everything. But I feel like I covered everything that was important. And I'm excited to see... Where this season goes what is going to happen with harry oh harry henry uh francis went back to help his mom clean up uh the the christmas you know taking the leaves out of the out of the table and just kind of talk to her and the mother really does not seem to like betty she didn't like that the kids she thinks the kids are afraid of her she goes, I understand why you married her, but you could have done that. You could have got what you wanted without marrying her. Uh, he, She was really disrespectful to him. And good. I'm actually kind of glad. Because uh, I'm starting to not like this guy. You know, he seems like a nice man. He seemed like a nice man. But I, I don't know. This living in Don's house really rubs me the wrong way. Um, so I, th- I think with that, I've covered everything. Everything important. So where does, where does Betty end up with? living and her and Henry going to get a house together I don't know is Don going to have the kids more than a weekend here and there I don't know I don't know how it works is it every other weekend um is Harry Crane's sunburn going to clear up and is he going to get Highlight back uh is who is this new creative guy so there's this new creative young fella I'm a I feel bad saying this, but I feel like something's going to happen. No, no. Peggy has a fiance. I'm sorry, but I still feel like something's going to happen. This is Mad Men. Um, they have this kind of like playful thing where they go, John, Barbara, like they're dramatic soap opera actors. Like I, so I think that's just how they work. Um, but this, you know, it, it, this is Mad Men. So you like something twisty is going to happen. It can't just be in a normal work environment. Um, I don't know where all the other people are that were in Sterling Cooper. I have no idea what they're doing now. Um, Roger, oh, they talked about the office and you could see that Bert doesn't love the office setup, um, but when they talked about the second floor, that's where he was like, I don't really want to talk about that. Uh, What else? What else? I mean, maybe Don will have a new girlfriend. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, but we can't wait to see what the clientele is going to happen and what the press is going to bring them. Um, and I think that covers everything. I wonder if we'll do new things with, like, the ham, but, you know, Don was not happy about that, so I'm going to say no. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Friday night. Friday night. It, when, I'm, when I'm saying this to you right now, it's 10 10 p.m. Friday, April 26th, two thousand. 19, and I'm talking in my creepy voice, and I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen and subscribe and support Made Men. I know I can see the numbers. There aren't a ton of us, but those of you who are here have been consistently here. It seems like since day one. I love it. I appreciate it. And that's why I want to keep doing this every week until we get to that series finale and we see what the hell happens with everybody on the show. But until then, you can find me on Twitter at Made Man Pod. You can also follow at Fans not Experts. That's the main Twitter account of our website, fansnotexperts.com, which if you look at it right now is a lot of made men and not a lot else. But I want to tell you something else. We're about a month away. June 1st. I have another podcast that I very rarely do. It's called Geek Mentality. On June 1st, that podcast is going to take off. In 30 days, it's going to have 30 podcast episodes. Because that June, every year, I watch 30 movies I've never seen. One a day. And I do a podcast. One a day. So if you subscribe to Geek Mentality. And you subscribe to Made Man. You're going to be getting 30 podcasts, plus, you're going to be getting a Made Man every Friday. You're going to hear my voice more than anybody else and more than anybody else should. But I appreciate it if you'd sign up. Check that out. You can find it at Fans Not Experts. You can find it at Geek Mentality. It's movie month. It's fun. I love it. I've been doing it. This will be my sixth year doing it. It's a way for me to catch up on movies, and I love it. But that's then. This is now. And I want to say thank you one more time. Thank you. Okay, that was it. Uh, Once again, fanslinexperts.com. Anchor.fm slash made man. Whatever. If you just type in made man podcast, you will find us. Thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you for staying with us. And until next Friday, I will, I just say one more time, thank you as I... (laughs) <laughs> that sounds so stupid. As I roam the countryside, searching for that goal. That made no sense. Let's just say, as I strive to achieve the level. That makes more sense. Of Made Man. Not experts. Go Bruins, go Celtics, and that's all I have to say.